you know, if Hillary Clinton had tried this hard at stealing the presidential election in 2016, could have been President Hillary. And if she ran again, she would have got reelected last Tuesday and we'd be halfway through it. Assuming the Democrats wouldn't get rid of presidential term limits. <laughs> you have found, besides the president, the angriest man in America. The greatest radio personality in the entire world. Where the truth is born. Welcome to this first hour of the Richard Kaysen Radio Network on Apple, Google, and Spotify. For members of the Dollar Club, thank you for joining me at patreon.com slash richardkaysen. Well, 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 well. It would appear that rioting has become perfectly acceptable. Which is really good news for us, I guess, because the pee and poo and Molotov cocktail, brick and stick, stop sign on a post, USA Today newspaper machine throwers. They ain't going away, people. They're here. So, while they're raising hell with improvised weapons, I think they're going to find that they will be outgunned by us, the ordinary citizen. And you know, as I was preparing for this week's show, how do you prepare for something like this? I mean, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, I'll bet these snakes are actually going to try to steal. And then when you see them stealing it, and I mean, it's not going to do any good to throw coffee mugs at the TV. It's not going to go any do any good to go out in the street and see the first person you see and punch him in the face. None of that's going to help. Uh This is one of those times where you're either Sonny Corleone, a hothead, or you'll or you're Michael Corleone. And you're cold. And you're calculating. And you wait for just the right opportunity. But as I was prepping for the show here, it did occur to me that both the Democrats and liberals, leftists in general, they have one, there, there's a running theme, a common thread through everything they're about, everything they participate in, everything they speak. And it can be boiled down to one word. Taking. That's what they do. They don't give. They take. Think about this. Rioters, which are Democrat, liberal, BLM, Antifa, sympathizing pieces of garbage. They take your safety. And if you're a business owner, they take your livelihood. As we're seeing right now in Nevada, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, and Arizona, the Democrats are papering windows so no one can see in. 
They're keeping judges apart. They're stopping counting for a few hours while some more Biden ballots get trucked in mysteriously overnight. The Trump team goes to court to get an order to watch the ballot counting. The fat Black Lives Matter sympathizing sheriff of Philadelphia, she won't enforce the order. And she's got a little segment coming up here on this show later, okay? Rioters take your safety and they take your livelihood. The Dems take elections. And once in power, the Dems are going to take your rights. Taking. They don't give anything. They take. A quick word about Fox News. Something is happening over there, clearly. Well, I say get your best rod and reel. And uh, get a nice hat. Pick which boat you want to go out on the lake in. Because you are dead to me. As we speak, there are zero certifications, multiple pending lawsuits, and in Arizona, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Georgia, they are, in fact, still counting ballots. Fact. So, here we are in... Mm, early to mid-November. April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Dealing with the coronavirus for eight months, the better part of a year. And now that it's been forced on us and we're forced to accept it and you get maskled if you go with your face uncovered into public because people never mind that now uh, Pfizer just has a they just announced a vaccine that they believe is 90 percent effective. But you remember Kamala Harris in the one vice presidential debate. If Trump announces a vaccine, I'm not taking it. I'm not take. Well, I'm not going to take any. Va- I don't do vaccines at all. No flu vaccines, no you know, and this vaccine, they say, the COVID vaccine, it's a two-part thing, a two-shotter. Eh, I'm always suspicious about uh, injections that have to be taken into segments. Sorry. I'm not going to participate in that. But it's been roughly eight months since the COVID-19 coronavirus hoax was first foisted upon us. Now, let me ask you a question. It's been eight months. We're right in the middle of what is shaping up to be the most bitterly contested presidential election of all time. How clear is the COVID-19 hoax to you now? Getting people to stay home. Getting people afraid to go out into public. 
it's an election year. Russian collusion didn't work, and grab him by the you-know-what didn't work. And impeachment, you know, he got exonerated there. Right after the impeachment, coronavirus, plus it's an election year, plus Trump's failing, plus Trump's a Nazi, and so on and so forth. And uh, you got the media, which is always behind the Democrats, and they're always pushing that narrative that Trump's a Nazi, Trump and Russia colluded, and Trump is the living embodiment of Hitler on this planet in the 21st century. And it's just been on and on and on for, for going on forever, it seems like. Um, and here we are. <laughs> Better mail in those ballots now that you're good and scared. Uh, how many ba- how many ballots is votes is Biden short? Four hundred thousand. Okay, yeah. Go to the Biden ballot closet. We need four hundred thousand Biden ballots. Okay, thank you. Like going to the store. Oh, there's no more out on the shelf. You phone the back room. They'll they'll bring you some more Biden ballots. Disgraceful. One quick thing before we go to break. I noticed in Arkansas that uh, Tom Cotton, running for re-election down there, his opponent, Ricky Harrington, don't know a thing about him other than the fact that he, and and I, I wouldn't have noticed, but you know how they have two candidates and Democrats are blue and Republicans are red. And so they have their names and their prospective colors, except um, Tom Cotton's opponent, Harrington, his color was gray. And I was like, gray? And it had an L in there. And a libertarian? Really? Which means at some point, the Democrats could not produce a candidate in Arkansas, which is once the bluest of blue states. It produced a Democrat president 30 years ago, Bill Clinton. Now, they can't even put up an opponent in a Senate race? That baffles me. It confuses me almost. because It's like they just walked away from it. Eh, let, let the libertarians go up against them this year. It, I mean, I'm glad they did, but it's like, huh, how strange. How odd. And I think you're beginning to, between the desperation of the Dems trying to steal this election, I mean, we're seeing it now. It's all becoming clear. The COVID, endorsing the riots, trying to steal this election. These are the last acts of a desperate party and a dying party. They gave up on Arkansas, man. (laughs) Eh, Forget it. We'll we'll come back in 2022, maybe. I don't know. That just sounds crazy to me. And I want you to think about this before we go to break and I turn off that stupid ice machine that I forgot to. I want you to think about this for a second. The 2020 presidential election, A, it's not over, but it is the completion of a circle. 
It took 20 years, but it is complete. I am old enough to remember that in 2000, George W. Bush and Al Gore took each other to court over who won Florida and the White House. Remember the butterfly ballot? Remember that? The holes were misaligned with the names of the candidates in a somewhat butterfly pattern. Stupid way to design a ballot, but that's what they went with. That means that reform candidate Pat Buchanan got a ton more votes than he ever would have. That means people voted for Gore without meaning to, or Bush. Don't you remember the poll workers examining each ballot for hanging chads and dimpled chads? That's the piece of paper created by punching a hole. Some ballots got thrown out, some didn't. And every time Al Gore demanded a recount, Bush gained more votes. And finally, the Supreme Court decided that election in favor of Bush. They're probably going to end up deciding this one. But doesn't anyone remember that? That election, that's where all the petty, childish nonsense for the past 20 years started. November 6th, 2000, that was the night. And I've got more to say about this, but... Let's just go ahead and flash back all the way to the year 2000. A big call to make. CNN announces that we call Florida in the Al Gore column. This is a state both campaigns desperately wanted to win. Stand by, stand by. Uh, CNN right now is moving our earlier declaration of Florida back to the too-close-to-call column. Ah. 25... Very big oh, electoral no. votes in the home state of the governor's brother, Jeb Bush, are hanging in the balance. <laughs> this no longer is a victory for <laughs> Vice President Gore. George Bush, governor of Texas, will become the 43rd president of the United States at 18 minutes past 2 o'clock Eastern Time. So CNN declares that George Gore. Walker Bush has won Florida's 25 electoral votes. The vice president has recalled the governor and retracted his concession. But this race is simply too close to call. And until the results, the recount is concluded and the results of Florida Florida become official, our campaign continues. Bill Daly, the uh, chairman of the Gore campaign, you just heard it. We're all, uh, I think we can hardly believe our ears. He said, uh, until the results are official and certified in the state of Florida, we are going to continue our campaign. We hope and believe we have elected the next president of the United States. They're still counting, and I'm confident when it's all said and done, we will prevail. For every successive hour from this point on, CNN will be your network to find out what is the latest on that presidential race in the United States. So stay with CNN because uh, whatever is happening, we are going to be bringing it to you. And folks, in the year 2004, please, could you make up your minds a little more inclusive? (laughs) (laughs) Because I think we can't take another election like this. This went for 36 days. 36 days. Court challenges and ballot workers examining chads and ballots. But finally, after 36 days, Al Gore 
in this case, Joe Biden finally admitted that he didn't win. Speak, you idiot. Good evening. Just moments ago, I spoke with George W. Bush and congratulated him on becoming the 43rd president of the United States. And I hate him. And I guts. promised him that I wouldn't call him back this time. I offered to meet with him as soon as possible so that we can start to heal the divisions of the campaign and the contest through which we've just passed. Uh -huh. Almost a century and a half ago, Senator Stephen Douglas told Abraham Lincoln, who had just defeated him for the presidency, In other words, you quit, Partisan right? feeling must yield to patriotism. I'm with you, Mr. Bondar's double-barrel handgun. The smallest, highest quality, and most powerful personal protection you can buy. I see thousands of guns. And I look at the bond, I think, this is how you're supposed to build a gun. Everything is perfect, everything is precise. I, I stand in awe of the amount of machining talent that's gone into creating this gun. With over 35 interchangeable barrels, your Bond Arms handgun can handle over 20 different caliber combinations. Just a twist of one screw with a standard Allen wrench and you're good to go. It's that easy. Allowing you to shoot everything from a 22 long rifle to 45 ACP. Even 410 shotgun shells work in your Bond Arms hand cannon. These are just a whole lot of fun to shoot. I like to say it's the smallest double barrel shotgun you can own. I mean, if I'm carrying in, I'm going to be able to pull that out and be perfectly fine. I, I like it for an off-duty carry. It's a two-shot. 45, it's a strong caliber. I'd recommend it to anybody. It's the favorite handgun of celebrities like Joe Montaigne, music legends Dee Snyder and Ted Nugent, and there's even several in the Richard Petty Museum. They're small, compact, and really fun to shoot. That was badass. <laughs> it's so versatile, so safe, and so simple to use. This is perhaps the best handgun for first-time buyers or a valued addition to your current gun collection. Go online now to GetBondArms.com to see some of our most popular models, like the Ranger 2 and the Mama Bear, the Texan with a 6-inch barrel, the small but powerful Backup that comes in 45 ACP or 9mm, our special limited edition Old Glory with the American flag on the barrel, and the newest handgun from Bond Arms, the Bullpup. We've been building and selling the highest quality handguns for over 21 years now, and I personally stand behind every product that we make. If you're thinking about buying a handgun, please go to our website. You'll be glad you did. For more information about all the great Bond Arms products, go online now. It's me, George Burns. For a guy who used to smoke cigars, even in the shower, I never thought I'd get real smoking satisfaction from a pipe tobacco. But this Sawalderoli is terrific. Made from all burly tobacco. Mellow, rich, really a quality smoke. Terrific. And the pouch matches my shower curtains. The quality pipe tobaccos of America. that I'm not as angry as I felt before airtime this week. 
But to wrap up my point from the last segment, in the year 2020, what we are dealing with here are sociopaths who use violence and intimidation and misinformation as weapons against decent people. And the media gives them a pass. And that's why we voted for Donald Trump in 2016. And that's why we voted for him a few days ago. And here's the left using violence and intimidation and misinformation to try to steal an election right before your very eyes. And here's the media giving them a pass. Well, if Trump has proven one thing, it's this. He's a winner. And in an unscrewed-with election, there is no question that Trump beats Biden handily. But we knew the Dems were going to cheat with vote-by-mail. We knew that, and that's why they wanted it so badly. So it's going to go to court. The corruption's going to be exposed. Some low-level people going to go to jail. Trump will get another four years, and backed by every one of his supporters, along with a good old dose of nothing to lose, the BS that the radical left started 20 years ago, the racism, Nazi, bigot, sexist, the rioting, All of that after the Bush-Gore election, the stranglehold that the left has on the news and entertainment world and social media's grip on everyday life. Folks, it's all going away. The violence and the intimidation and the misinformation are, as I said, all desperate acts of a dying party. Now, the Democrats had no way of knowing that on November 6, 2000, they'd be sowing the seeds of their own doom. Yet, in retrospect, however, with the BLM and the Antifa and the COVID hoax and the election theft, isn't that precisely what they're doing and have been doing since November 6, 2000? Have they not been sowing the seeds of their own doom? I think so. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Considering the average flu shot is 40 to 60% effective, today's announcement by Pfizer of a COVID-19 vaccine that's 90% effective is a great day for Earth's population. The study was conducted with nearly 44,000 people. 50 million doses will be available worldwide this year for the two-shot procedure. With more on the way, the markets are rallying at this hour after the news was announced. The Dow Jones is up 6.5%, hovering around 30,000 points. Russia has joined China in not congratulating Joe Biden for his self-proclaimed win of the presidential election. Both countries have said they will wait until the election results are official. At this time, zero states have certified their ballot counts, numerous lawsuits are pending, and some states don't have final numbers yet. Speaking at a regular press briefing in Beijing Monday, Chinese Foreign Minister spokesman Wang Wenbin said that China had noted Biden's declaration of victory. USA Radio News. This is Richard Kaysen for Anchor. You know, when I decided to relaunch my podcast for the thousandth time, I knew I wanted three things. A, I wanted to put it out on as many platforms as I could. B, I wanted it to be easy. And C, I wanted to make money. You think I'm going to stack one more pallet of toilet paper or put up with some loud party on the third floor of a hotel again, walking to work like some schmuck bundled under six layers of clothes? Are you kidding me? Then I got turned on to Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and it's free. Creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer or your phone. Plus, 
Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And of course, my favorite part, with Anchor, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Did you hear me? With Anchor, you're going to make money from your podcast with zero minimum listenership. You want your podcast heard all over the place? You want it to be easy? Tired of that stupid job featuring your stupid boss who keeps calling you on your day off, asking if you want to come into work? I was. Now I'm making money to supplement my comedy income, and it's all thanks to Anchor. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and I'm assuming that's why they call it Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. My administration will take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat. Hysterical xenophobia. Be giving Americans a false sense. Is it accurate that if these uh, steps had not been put in place, it could have been two million people dead here in the United States? Yes. No matter how hard they try to stop us, they can't. We built the greatest economy the world has ever seen, and we're going to do it again. Together, we're beating back the invisible enemy. What the federal government did was a phenomenal accomplishment. Through it all, the world has witnessed the unyielding resolve of our incredible American people. Promise made, promise kept. And I'm fighting for you, and I love doing it with everything that I have. And you know that. With the grace of God, we will win this war, and we will win this war quickly. And we will make America great again. Yeah, I'm married. Doesn't matter. You do that for me? Really? Yeah, I'd like that. Who are you talking to? Uh, it's Jake from State Farm. Sounds like a really good deal. Jake from State Farm at 3 in the morning? Who is this? It's, it's Jake from State Farm. What are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? Uh, khakis? Hey, do they ever ask you what you're wearing? Uh, yeah. Red sweater, button-down shirt. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Chick-fil-A, we may be about the little things, but for us, community is a big thing. It brings out the best in us all, even in times as uncertain as these. While we can't have the pleasure of serving you in our dining areas, we're still here for you with delivery, drive through and mobile order where possible in compliance with state and local regulations. Order through the Chick-fil-A app or our delivery partners, and we'll see you soon. In the meantime, let's all take good care of each other. Shake dreams from your hair, my pretty child, my sweet one. Choose the day and choose the sign of your day, the day's divinity. First thing you see. Find me at parlor.com slash Radio Kaysen. All over other socialist media, plus YouTube.com slash Richard Kaysen. And on Instagram, at Pictured Kaysen. Well, folks, you're just not going to believe this. 
Hard to believe that this happened in, well. Michigan lawyer who worked Tuesday's election as a Republican poll watcher is alleging ballot counting fraud in Detroit based on an interaction she had with an election worker at the site in Detroit where the city's absentee ballots are being counted. The lawyer uh, filed the allegation Thursday to support the Trump campaign's lawsuit in Michigan, according to the Detroit Free Press. In the affidavit, Jessica Conarn, a member of the Michigan State Bar from Bloomfield Hills, said a person counting absentee ballots in Detroit told her that workers were changing the dates the ballots were received. She says, when I approached the poll worker, she stated to me that she was being told to change the date on ballots to reflect that the ballots were received on an earlier date. That is according to a sworn affidavit. In other words, if she is found to be perjuring herself, there could be some jail time or a huge fine. When Conarn tried to get additional information out of those poll workers, she was yelled at by the other poll workers working at her table, who then told her she needed to leave and stop talking to the poll worker. Conarn was not the only poll watcher to get denied. Uh, at that particular polling center as multiple poll watchers were denied access due to, (laughs) get this, coronavirus restrictions. Do you see how they use it? But Con Arn was able to get a note out of the poll worker which stated, entered received date as 11-2-20 on 11-4-20. In Michigan, only ballots received by 8 p.m. on November 3rd are valid to be counted in the 2020 election. And Trump's lawsuit, which was filed the next day in Michigan's Court of Claims, seeking to temporarily stop the vote counting in Michigan. Which is, well, before I get to the uh, halting of the vote counting that they did in Philadelphia, I got some video here. Um... This is from Christopher Wood. He posted this on uh, Facebook, and he is a nonpartisan poll watcher who was just there to observe what was going on. And uh, I'll describe it best I can, but uh, some of this audio, I'm sure, will speak for itself. Unmute, please. Windows are... There's cardboard in the windows being put up. These people are on the outside praying as they watch these poll workers steal an election behind cardboarded glass. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not receive our prayers. Lord, we ask you, we get down on our knees, and we ask you for fairness for your will, not anybody else's will, your will, that your will is done. Lord, I ask this in your son Jesus' name. We go in order to get to you, Lord, we must go to your son. These are people that have been blocked from watching the polls behind cardboarded windows. Here's another one. Now the cops are out. I'll play it, damn it. Come on. 
Here's the cops in masks guarding the doors of the polling place. You hear someone yelling election law fraud. Here come these cops. And this other cop is keeping the poll working. They look literal Nazis. I don't care if they are black cops and I don't care if they're wearing masks. They look like Nazis. This one guy is telling, get back, sir, get back. They're supposed to be allowed to watch this and they're not. Theft. Here's another one. This is at the department, the Detroit Department of Elections. They're putting up big pieces of poster board in front of the windows here. So the people on the outside that you hear can't see what's going on. And these people are recording it all, thank God. This is, <laughs> like I said, th these are the desperate acts of a dying party. Um, Arnon Mishkin. He's the head of the Fox News decision desk. And Fox News, who are dead to me, they were the first ones to call Arizona for Biden. Even when CBS and ABC and NBC and CNN, even they, they had Biden ahead all night long, but even they didn't call Arizona as early as Fox News did. Why did Fox News call it? Arnon Mishkin, this weaselly bastard. I think we, we've got uh, video from Arnon, don't we? How long of a search is this going to be? Thought we had this queued up and ready to go. We never have anything queued up and ready to go. But yeah, yeah, so here we go. Fox News doubling down on calling Arizona for Biden. And here's the director of the Fox News desk, Arnon Mishkin. He's a smug prick's what um, he is. Arizona, Shoot. are you 100% sure of that call and when you made it and why did you make it? Absolutely. We've made it after basically a half hour of debating. Is it time yet? Because it was, it's, it's been clear for a while that the former vice president is in, in the lead in Arizona and was most likely to, to win Thanks the state. To it has been in the category that we call knowable but not callable for about an hour. You um, we finally called it right weasel. now. Um, this guy yes, needs his there head are some outstanding like votes in Arizona. Most of them are coming from Maricopa, where, where Biden is currently in a very oh, strong position. I just got position. a text from Biden. And many of them are mail-in votes, where we know from our Fox News voter analysis Biden has an advantage. We don't know exactly uh, how many mail-in votes there are, but as many what I as think it'll we've take heard from one. the White House is as that many as you need. Um, they are expecting to get that they need just to get 61% of the outstanding vote, and they'll and there are 870,000 so outstanding votes, under and they'll be getting that. That's not wherever. true. Uh, the reality is that they're likely to get only about 44% of the outstanding votes that are, are there. We're right now sitting on a race that is um, Biden at 53%, Trump at 46%. 
So here's the long and the short about Arnon Mishkin, card-carrying Democrat confirmed Biden donor. You heard it here. Bacteria's perfect hiding place is your toothbrush. Introducing new Oral-B brushes with bristle protection technology that helps keep your brush clean for up to three months. Bacteria love to grow on bristles, just not ours. Oral-B, brush like a pro. Introducing the Bond Arms Double Barrel Handgun, the smallest, highest quality, and most powerful personal protection you can buy. I see thousands of guns, and I look at the Bond, and I think, this is how you're supposed to build a gun. Everything is perfect, everything is precise. I. I stand in awe of the amount of machining talent that's gone into creating this gun. With over 35 interchangeable barrels, your Bond Arms handgun can handle over 20 different caliber combinations. Just a twist of one screw with a standard Allen wrench, and you're good to go. It's that easy, allowing you to shoot everything from a 22 long rifle to 45 ACP. Even 410 shotgun shells work in your Bond Arms hand cannon. These are just a whole lot of fun to shoot. I like to say it's the smallest double barrel shotgun you can own. I mean, if I'm carrying in, I'm gonna be able to pull that out, be perfectly fine. I, I like it for an off-duty carry, it's a two-shot. 45, it's a strong caliber. I'd recommend it to anybody. It's the favorite handgun of celebrities like Joe Montaigne, music legends Dee Snyder and Ted Nugent, and there's even several in the Richard Petty Museum. They're small, compact, and really fun to shoot. That was badass. <laughs> it's so versatile, so safe, and so simple to use. This is perhaps the best handgun for first-time buyers or a valued addition to your current gun collection. Go online now to GetBondArms.com to see some of our most popular models, like the Ranger 2 and the Mama Bear, the Texan with a 6-inch barrel, the small but powerful Backup that comes in 45 ACP or 9mm, our special limited edition Old Glory with the American flag on the barrel, and the newest handgun from Bond Arms, the Bullpup. We've been building and selling the highest quality handguns for over 21 years now, and I personally stand behind every product that we make. If you're thinking about buying a handgun, please go to our website. You'll be glad you did. For more information about all the great Bond Arms products, go online now. What does it take to call yourself an explorer? Traveling to the darkest depths of the ocean, pushing beyond the known horizon, passing through. Mom, can we get Froyo? The all-new 2020 Ford Explorer ST with intelligent four-wheel drive and terrain management system. It's the greatest exploration vehicle of all time. get enough of me every week and catch me every morning for the weekday report all over youtube and instagram and fascist book so i got uh, i got into it briefly well as into it as she would 
before she was uh, cowardly and blocked me. Got into a brief pissing match with the sheriff of Philadelphia, Rochelle Bellal. But before I get into any of that, let's take a brief break. And I, I want to... Election fraud, it's always been a tool of the Democrats. And I would like to demonstrate that to you right now with the segment called Great Moments in Election Fraud. Now, I'm at heritage.org and uh, they've got this map of the United States and you can pick a state, any state, and they will tell you all the documented cases of election fraud. Great moments in election fraud. Illinois, 2018. Name, Marcelo Villaruz. He was convicted of ineligible voting. Marcelo and his wife, Gina, claim to be U.S. citizens. Well, that's an easy enough claim to make if you have Democrats saying that you should be a citizen. And if you're getting wick. Well, they claim to be citizens when they voted in the 2016 presidential election, presumably for Hillary. Marcelo was charged with two felony counts of perjury, but as part of his plea agreement, he pleaded guilty to... When did it go from pled to pleaded? Pled guilty to a misdemeanor disorderly conduct charge. Marcelo Villarruz sentenced to six months probation, a $200 fine, 20 hours of community service. Let's go to a less obvious one. Sticking in Illinois in the year 2018. Convicted. Ellen Mauer. The charge, ballot petition fraud. During her 2017 campaign for the, oh, this is pathetic, for the High School District 128 board, Ellen Maurer signed four nomination petitions to be placed on the ballot as a candidate, falsely claiming she was present when voters signed them. She initially faced felony perjury charges, but a plea deal saw those charges reduced to misdemeanor counts of disregard for the election code. Sentenced to one year court supervision, ordered to complete 75 hours of public service, a $750 fine, and a $250 donation to the Zacharias Sexual Abuse Center. Great moments in election fraud. We'll be visiting more of those throughout the show, but if you're not subscribing to uh, the entire show at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen, the likelihood of you getting to hear much more is on the wane. So, in Philadelphia, they were keeping people from watching the vote counting and Corey Lewandowski of the Trump campaign and Pam Bondi, the former attorney general in Florida, came up to Philadelphia to spearhead the effort to get these a-holes to let their team in to watch the ballot counting. They go to court. The court sides with them and says that uh, you got to let them in. 
the sheriff of Philadelphia and the county of Philadelphia, BLM certified, Black Panther approved, Rochelle Bilal refused to come down and enforce the order. Here's a little bio on Rochelle. She was sworn into a four-year term in 2020, so she's fresh into the gig. First African-American woman sheriff, which that's fine, except that she is a wholehearted Black Lives Matter supporter. And whenever Corey Lewandowski, and rightly so, was screaming at the top of his lungs that the sheriff was not allowing workers in there to um, view the vote counting, you know, when he says the sheriff, I'm thinking a big, bald, fat, burly guy with a stubble and a cigar butt in his mouth that he's been chewing on for a week. That's what I'm thinking of, of a sheriff, especially in of a city and in, in a urban county like Philadelphia. Nah, big old fat black woman. Black rope for hair and black lives matter out the yin yang. So I started posting on social media, how big of a coward this woman was. Tagged her in a few Facebook posts, and you can find her on Facebook, at Sheriff Rochelle Bilal. And basically uh, called her out for being the election thief that she is. And then, according to this snapshot, she mentions me in a comment. It says, Rochelle Bilal mentioned you in a comment. And I go to click on it. Sorry, this content isn't available right now. The link you followed may have expired, or the page may only be visible to an audience you're not in. Yeah, called election thieving Philadelphian pieces of garbage. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. My administration will take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat. Hysterical xenophobia. Be giving Americans a false sense. Is it accurate that if these uh, steps had not been put in place, it could have been two million people dead here in the United States? Yes. No matter how hard they try to stop us, they can't. We built the greatest economy the world has ever seen, and we're going to do it again. Together, we're beating back the invisible enemy. What the federal government did was a phenomenal accomplishment. Through it all, the world has witnessed the unyielding resolve of our incredible American people. Promise made, promise kept. And I'm fighting for you, and I love doing it with everything that I have. And you know that. With the grace of God, we will win this war, and we will win this war quickly. And we will make America great again. These are the people who make Gentleman Jack. Cultured. Refined. As smooth as the whiskey itself. Just kidding. They're the same folks who make old number seven. They simply take the time to mellow it twice. Gentleman Jack. Extra smooth. From the makers of Jack Daniels. Saturdays happen, pain happens, Aleve it. Aleve is proven stronger and longer on pain than Tylenol. When pain happens, Aleve it, all day strong. 
You're doing more to keep your body healthy for the future. Shouldn't your toothpaste do the same for your mouth? Future-proof your whole mouth with new Crest Proactive Defense. Its active defense technology neutralizes bacteria to shield against potential issues. Crest. Richard Case and merchandise from both the radio show and my stand-up act available at richardcaseandonline.com. We're often being reminded to vote. Some people are even getting flyers in the mail to register. Some people but Ron and Carol before say they go on the air. There's no way their cat is going to the polls. In Philadelphia, they are. checked his mail Wednesday. In Michigan, they are. In Arizona, they are. And he found something are. for Cody Timms. Cody doesn't get much mail. Cody is a cat. He died 12 years ago. So? The family keeps his ashes in this green container. What a great cat, indoor-outdoor. Loved his family, loved the neighborhood. He was 18 and a he half a when he passed away. Community. So We've the Tims were surprised later. and a bit amused when they saw Just what came the in the mail. Line. We have a voter registration application for Cody Tims. It even came with a return envelope. How'd this happen? I mean, it's not reality. He's a cat. Oh, he's he not is. just a cat. He's and he's a, been dead for a long time. Carol Timms understands that in this election year, there's a huge push to get people to the polls. There's a huge push, but if they're trying to, the to polls, register like cats, I'm not quite sure who else they're trying to register. I don't know uh, if they're people, registering dogs. Aliens. The Secretary dogs, of State's sure. office says the application did not come from their office. They say third-party groups often use mailing lists to get names and addresses. They released this statement saying third-party groups all over the country Just are targeting line, Georgia to help register qualified individuals. This group makes you wonder what these out-of-town activists are really doing. Make no mistake about it, this office is dedicated to investigating all types of fraud. Even though Cody won't be going to the polls, Say his the owner line, gave lady. us some insight on here. how she thinks he would have voted. He was a Democrat Thank and you. Cody was Thank a... You. That's what we were waiting on. Okay. So in Philadelphia, thank God that uh, Justice Samuel Alito of the Supreme Court stepped in. I didn't know that individual Supreme Court justices did this and just would intercede and say, all right, all right, all right. You got to segregate these ballots, put them in a different stack, and you got to, you can't count. So that is the foundation of something that's going to happen in the Supreme Court. Now, in the off chance that Biden pulls this theft off, COVID vaccine or not, COVID is here to stay. Just like race, this is going to be the health equivalent of racism. They don't let racism die, can't let COVID die, because that's how they control you. Remember that. Nevada voter Jill Stokey was denied her vote after Rick Grinnell and the Trump legal team in Nevada, they pulled up and said, there's voter fraud here too. Jill Stokey went to vote, and this fat lasagna-eating tub of crap joe gloria the registrar of clark county nevada said well you've already voted ma'am here's your signature so she got her identity thefted um the dead they've been caught voting in new york oh yeah the voting dead um 
105-year-old Frances Rakow, which, you know, people are living more and more all the time, except she died in 2012. 101-year-old uh, Gertrude Nazar, sure, it's not uncommon for people to live into their hundreds, but she died in 2016. Look, you can make your vote and then drop right there at the ballot box once you've made your vote. But if you have died and then you have voted, that's a problem. 10,000 non-residents in Nevada have allegedly voted. And uh, we got another report of a uh, Michigan postal worker of the uh, USPS told by their supervisor to backdate the ballots back to November the 3rd. Meanwhile, Trump's numbers with minorities all went up. All went up. Got more black votes than... Yeah, let's see. Uh... Well, this says 80% of black men supported Joe Biden. Slight, well, this doesn't say anything about Yahoo News. They lie. Anyway, Trump got a huge segment of the minority vote. That's a fact. BET founder Robert Johnson says that we could use four more years of President Trump because he'd be a good thing for black Americans because the black community is seeing a minimal return voting for Democrats. And if you see election fraud, please call one triple eight six three oh seventeen seventy six and now we will leave on the self-proclaimed president elect slow biden addressing the nation after his theft what is the will of the people what is our mandate you don't have one i believe it's this america thievery for all mail-in ballots forces of decency the forces of fairness all you chumps to marshal the forces of science and the forces of hope in the great battles of our time. And generalities and The battle vagueness of the virus. The battle to build prosperity. The we had that until the coronavirus came along. The battle to achieve racial justice and root out systemic racism in this country. Where? So the, the thing about to save Indians only qualified control. to run convenience stores? Forgot the all that. Restore yeah. decency, defend democracy, and give everybody in this country by a stealing fair as shot. many elections as we shot. can. Folks, our work begins with getting COVID under control. We cannot repair the economy, restore our vitality until all of these fake mail-in ballots have been counted. Birthdays, weddings, graduation. All the moments that matter most to us until we get it under control. We can't do any of that stuff until I, I say the virus is over. scientists and experts as transition advisors. We'll be right back. <laughs>